Welcome to Monday. Stu is not in a good mood today. No. Not you, in a good mood. You ruined my weekend. I did not ruin you did. your weekend. I didn't even <laughs> see you this weekend. That's true. You did not. However, uh, you somehow still continue to ruin my life even when I don't uh, see you. Ever since uh, Uno tried Rough Greens for the first time, my dog is a different dog. How about your dog, Stu? It's true. My dog yeah. uh, definitely is a different dog. Excited to get up. Right. I have two dogs. Uh, Miles is 150 years old. The fact that he gets up at all, I'm always amazed by. Mm-hmm. But Piper is a is a golden retriever. Getting a little bit older now, you know, and uh, still really super active. Uh, now that you know, she, you know, you, I don't know. She seemed like she was kind of slowing down a little bit. Yeah. It gets a little uh, rough greens. Always excited to run to the bull. That's how you always know. Yeah. Uh, rough I greens know. is there. It's good for them. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils, all the things your dog's diet needs so your dog can be a healthy dog. Uh, It's not a food. It's a supplement you put on the food. Try it out for free right now. A free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. Just try it for a couple of nights, and if they like it, then order a real bag. Uh, All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. start with uh we'll start with a philosophical question it's monday why not why do you get up in the morning seriously why do you get up in the morning is it to pee or is it to is it because you're excited you want to why do you go to work because you want to or because you have to I wrecked Stu's weekend uh, this weekend with a question that apparently I, di- I didn't even know he, he had read. And he read and he was like, thanks a lot. Uh, all I did was think about my life this weekend. Let's just take a couple of minutes and try that, shall we? In 60 seconds. Good weekend, Stu. Thanks a lot, Glenn. Yeah, good weekend. Good weekend for you. It will turn out to be good, though. Right. I mean, because you, you, you were thinking about it, not because you were like, oh, geez, you were thinking about it because you were you, you, you realized, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Right. I now that it's over, it's good. <laughs> Thanks a lot. See, the truth will set you free. <laughs> it's just going to make you miserable first. Mm-hmm. OK, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, economic growth is going to drive interest rates higher. It has to. It has to happen. And it could happen as early as this fall. We don't know. What we do know is that if you are a homeowner or a home buyer, you still have an incredible financial opportunity in front of you to take advantage of these historically low rates, which is why it's so important that you make it a priority to give American financing a call do it today well yours is um, uh, your situation is different than everybody else's that's the good thing about American financing they work for you not the bank so whether you're looking for a new mortgage or a mortgage refi or debt consolidation of loans right now the market is in your favor 
Right now is the time to call American Financing at 800-906-2440. Save as much as a couple of hundred to a thousand dollars every single month by making this call. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, Stu. All right. Okay. What was it that wrecked your weekend? <laughs> he comes in this morning and he says, thanks a lot. And I'm, I'm like, well, good morning to you too, Stu. He's like, well, thanks a lot. And I said, thanks for what? And he said, for wrecking my weekend. We didn't even see each other this weekend. That's what and I yet said. you still were able to ruin. How is that possible? How is that possible? So I'm, I'm on Instagram, taking uh-huh. a moment, uh, going through whatever nonsense is on Instagram. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I see a post from, from you. Uh-huh. And I'm reading your comment and it's, you know. I, you know, normally I don't even do that. I mean, I just try to skip as many as I can that you post because, but no, I'm reading your comment and, and you go through and, and you echoed a, a moment I had here on Friday as I was leaving as, as uh, your son-in-law, Tim mm-hmm. was sitting here talking to some guy and I'm walking out and I see Tim and I'm like, Oh, uh, see you later, Tim. Have a good weekend. And I realized the person he's sitting next to the guy he's sitting next to is your son, Rafe. Right. Who looks like he's like 40. <laughs> like I haven't. Yeah, like, I know. I mean, he's just so he looks like a guy now. Yeah. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's I not know. a kid anymore. Really smart. Remember, oh, yeah. I mean, really smart. Really. I mean, he I cried the day his voice changed. I've never admitted that to anybody. I never even told my wife I cried. I'm going to cry again. The day my voice, my son's voice changed. I, he picks up the phone and it literally happened overnight. He picked up the phone. And he's like, hello. And I'm like, Rafe and he's like yeah yeah and uh, I was like what happened to your voice he's like uh right and he was he was a man suddenly I mean it happened over the summer but there was this one moment where it was fully in and uh it blew me away and 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 I miss my little boy yeah oh god uh, it's this weird. Is, this is how you it's ruin weird. people's weekend is by telling stories like that. No, it, no, it's, it is because you and then you went in the post. So in the post, you said, I'm looking at my son and he's over there playing. You know, you had a family event of some sort. And you yeah, said, we were. Yeah. And you're swimming. Yeah, we and, were swimming with the with the whole family. And you said your son looked like a man. I was like, that's, it just echoed exactly my experience leaving yeah. here. And then I so I, you know, I'm reading and you say, I can't stop and think about, you know, where my life has gone. What has happened to my life? Yeah, where How did you where is it? I said uh, where my life had gone where, or something like that. Where yeah, where has my life gone? Yeah, something and, like that. And it then was, you said it, you know you spent the last twenty five years basically on this ending unending journey that I've gone on with you. Yeah, um, where we've spent the last twenty five years, you know, researching and talking about issues that we think are important and all of these different things that seem really really important until you start thinking about. Your kid, kid is a man. The kid's a man. And you're, you've now gone through 25 years and you're asking yourself, where's my life gone? And one of, the, one of the advantages of being with you on this entire 25-year journey is that you hit all of these moments a few years before I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I always know what's coming in my life because I've seen you go through the same mm-hmm. thing at some, some varying stage. And I, ju- I just started thinking about that. And, you know, my kid, my, my son uh, turns 10 in less than a month and i can't even think about it like i can't even think about it be driving before you even know it it's it is 
it, it's it, it is i think maybe we get perspective as we get older that that is the the thing that we fail to appreciate in our society is the perspective of those who have come before you know i i remember uh 20 years ago thinking rush was blowing off all of the stuff we were talking about and i was thinking rush you're just wrong and i remember hearing him say we've been through this before and he had 20 years on me he had 20 years of perspective on me and he had seen more than i had and here we are today where we are in big trouble but it it didn't happen as fast as i thought it was going to happen it's happening faster now than i thought this would happen but it didn't happen overnight and we lose perspective and you know i wrote that post like at midnight and Rafe and I had, you know, watched a movie and we had the grandkids came over and all the kids were there. And I watched Rafe throw my grandkids into the pool like I used to throw him into the pool. And it was it was just surreal. It was really surreal. And then I started to paint. And the good thing about painting is it, it stops me from thinking about everything else. You can really only think about what you're applying. Uh, but I was listening to, you know, podcast and music, and, and I was thinking about what I was painting, the heroes of America and the, the different things that um, I, was, I was actually um, painting a Ford GT, uh, the winning Ford from uh, Ford versus Ferrari. And I was just thinking about all of those people and, and everything else. And, and, and Don Henley was on the um, Alexa or Apple or whatever. And, and I started thinking, Don Henley, he lives here in Dallas. And I'd love to meet him because I think he's really brilliant. But he probably hates me. You know what I mean? He's my politics. Yeah, he's very say. liberal, isn't he? Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll listen to his music. But his music affected me growing up. He has been there my whole life. Mm. You know what I mean? He doesn't know me from Adam. This happens all the time. I'm sure with other people. You listen to people all the time, music and everything else, and they're there the whole time. And you don't know them. They don't know you, but they've been a very big part of your life, you know? And and yet those people just kind of disappear. I mean, Don Henley, a big, 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 big deal now to just us, not to our kids necessarily. No. The Eagles, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gone. Um, I have a um, I have a director's megaphone. It was used in the silent movies all the way until sound stages where there were sound there was sound it's sitting right here in the lobby and it is cecil b demille's director's megaphone so it's right here in the lobby i can't tell you how many people have come through this lobby that want a job here or are in this business who have said to me who's cecil b demille I, I have I think the first time somebody said that to me, I said, turn around. There's the exit. Leave. You don't know who Cecil B. DeMille is in this business. 
he's one of the biggest names of all time in the 19, you know, f- by 1950, he was huge, did everything. He changed us as a culture. Nobody even knows who he is now. The people that I that I grew up with, it influenced me. People don't know who Johnny Carson is anymore. But now people know Jay Leno, not as the guy who replaced Johnny Carson. The Tonight Show isn't even the Tonight Show anymore. Jay Leno is known as a car guy. And it just made me think about our jobs, not just our job, everybody's job. Because we're going to work, we're getting up every day, we're doing something. And really, does that matter? And yes, it does. It does. But when it comes to me, the ones who really affect me, my mom and dad, my grandfather, my grandfather, I think of my grandfather, I thought of my, I'm gonna, I think I'm a girl. I think, I think, I think I'm menstruating mm. or premenstrual. Um, I'm going to, I am going to get a lot more popular with the media. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) I thought of my grandfather when I put my shirt on today because it's a, it's a Dickie's, you know, work shirt and I put it on and this is what my, my grandfather used to wear. And I thought of him today. I think of him all the time. And it's weird. The people who really impact you are the people that you know and are with, even my friends. I mean, Stu, you know this. And I'm being, you're going to take this in a comedic sort of way. <laughs> I know I, mm-hmm. I know you are. I'm a bad friend and a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you're such a jerk. That's <laughs> true. I'm, a, ba- I'm a bad friend and a good friend. Mm-hmm. I am a friend who, if you need me, Yes, 100% there all the time. Without the All thought. the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I am there for my friends. But I am also invisible. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm with my family. Part of it. And so you don't... So what is? what do you have in the end? My son looked at me. We were... I was painting the, you know, the Ford, the Ford GT. My son said, Dad... I love that. And I said, it's really good, isn't it? And I'm working on like 10 different paintings right now for this art show that's happening next week. And he said, I would love that. And I thought to myself, what am I doing? Why am I painting for somebody who's going to buy this who I don't even know? I'll never see it again. I'll never, I don't, I won't know them. I won't know what they did with it. And my son said, I I would love that. And I said, really? He said, I would, dad, I would keep that for the rest of my life. I would hang that for the rest of my life. And I, I mean, I just, it was like one of those moments. And I said, Son, if you have 56 grand, I'll sell it to you tonight. Otherwise, <laughs> here is. Of course. Of course, that's where it ends. 
That's actually what I said to him, too. <laughs> well, knowing Rafe, he would have appreciated that. He did. Yeah, he yeah. laughed hard. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar. Uh, not a big fan of protein bars in general. Not a f- big fan of really anything that's healthy. Um, you know, uh, I've always said since I was a kid, I, I want to talk to God. I'd still be on hold for him, I'm sure, if he had a, a complaint line. But I'd be like, why? Why is everything healthy stuff I hate? I mean, I really, you have to talk me into water. You do. Not this summer. This summer, I've been pretty good with water because it's so hot. Another thing we're going to talk about. Anyway, um, Built Bar is really one of the first things that, that breaks that mold. Built Bar is a protein bar that's really healthy for you. It's low in carb, low calories. They have nine amazing flavors. And they have a, a new URL that you can go to. Super easy to remember. It's built.com. Built.com. You are really going to like these. these don't, they don't taste like chemicals. They're made with real chocolate. I don't know how they do it. I think it's witchcraft. I don't know how they do it, but it's great. Check it out yourself. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your next order. It's built.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, uh, um, a hero of of mine, a guy who really I didn't know and really affected my life was uh, Gordon B. Hinckley. And he said at one point, he said, if what you're doing isn't doesn't have eternal consequences, why are you doing it? And uh, that really kind of made me go crap <laughs> a lot. <laughs> crap. You know, one of the things politically that uh, I think I think in America now, so much of what we talk about on this program, and that's the only reason, honestly, why I'm still here, is because what we're talking about does have eternal consequences. It's why I hate politics, because I don't think that does. But it, it, it what does have eternal consequence is the loss of freedom. That is something that we will be held accountable for, I think. Eternal consequences. Imagine the lives that will be changed if Cuba becomes free. Think of all. The, they're killing the artists again. It's amazing because the artists are always the one that lead us into socialist dystopias. And then they're the first to be killed as soon as they go against the state. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. I can't say something against you guys. <laughs> and then... They're the ones that lead out again. <clears throat> well, they're trying to lead out again in Cuba and uh, they're being executed. And the things that are going on now in Cuba and the things that our administration is doing to hurt Cuba is uh, it, they're going to have ter- eternal ramifications. And that's one of the things that I think we can do that is worth our time is standing up for people Um who have a chance at freedom. Think of how many people have been lost along the way just in Cuba. Think of the talent, the minds, the, the music, the, the horror, all of it that has been lost by the number of individuals killed in China because they wouldn't go along with the state. It's really, truly remarkable. 
And when you see, when you see Cuba, what should we be doing about that, Stu? What should we be doing about that? What should we be doing with our time to be able to help? That th- this is the key because most of us, uh, I'm in the middle of like a thousand things. And trying to keep, you know, all of them, you know, juggle. Hey, we're going to be in our house in three weeks. No. Hey, it's going to be done. We've been remodeling for a year now. It's been a year. Uh, it's supposed to be done in like four months. Uh, but anyway, that's supposed to that's supposed to happen. And so I'm at the so supposedly at the end of that, you know, four weeks from now. Uh, but it's kept me busy. And every time I see the news, I like, I have to do something on Cuba. Well, what? I have to do something on Venezuela. What? The world is changing quickly. And it is a battle of light and dark. It is a battle of good and evil. It is a battle of life and death. I'm going to show you a story that's coming out of uh, coming out of England, where you can do something about this, but it'll show you what we're in what we're what we're in store for. And there are those who are standing up right now, who are brave enough, and they will lead the way in their own country if they have support from us. You've got to keep the, the Cuba story alive. And I'm going to tell you a story today that we told you three weeks ago. We said CRT is already in operation in one country. It's, it's the model of CRT. And the country is South Africa. Have you seen South Africa today? It's not the South Africa of three weeks ago. The South Africa of today is our future. So what is it? What is it that will last eternally? Well, one of the things is to be able to give your children the understanding that when all of this in the world was happening, mom and dad were busy. And they loved me and they took care of me and they were with me, but they had work to do. I remember we had to go do X, Y, and Z because these things in the world were happening. What is your X, Y, and Z? Otherwise, stay home. Be with the kids. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Um, If you... If you could get great service and you didn't need to compromise your values, would you do it? Isn't that crazy? We are compromising our values on things because it's convenient. We all know the Internet is not a good thing. Yet we would try unplugging. None of us do. There is something that you can unplug from, and that is Big Mobile. Big Mobile, they are taking hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and they are pouring it into all the things that you are currently trying to fight. Here's one thing you can do that will make a difference. 
I want you today to call Patriot Mobile, 972-PATRIOT. You'll get the same quality of service. They're on the same cell towers. They have a biggest, the biggest service area in the country, uh, and you'll spend less money. But they're also a Christian conservative country that is working on our side. I want you to switch right now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Hopefully Glenn didn't ruin your whole weekend as well. But if so, why not let him ruin the rest of the week too? BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to Monday. All right. Here is something that is critically important. And you can do something about it. There is a... A uh, tug of war between good and evil that is has really broken out in England. A desperately ill two-year-old girl in England. The doctors want to pull the plug on her. Now, here is the difference between this and Charlie Gard. Remember, Charlie Gard was the state eventually pulled all life support, even though Charlie Gard had a place to go. But Charlie Gard's parents were English. Not the case with the two-year-old girl in England. This is an American dad who has citizenship in America and in Israel. And he was uh, living in England, but he still holds an American passport. When his daughter was born two years ago, um, she was born and she was not, uh, she was not responding to anything. They kept up CPR, um, and then put her on a, what did, what did, uh, Obama call him? Uh, uh, breathalyzer. An inhalator. An inhalator. Mm-hmm. It's a ventilator. Mm-hmm. So she's been on a ventilator for her entire life and she had lack of oxygen. So she's not responding, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she can't maintain a core body temperature. She, she can't blink. She has no conscious, uh, awareness, yada, yada, yada. The dad says there are, there are hospitals in America and in Israel that want to try new things on his daughter. She has a chance according to doctors here in America and in Israel. And the dad is saying, you know, I know what you're saying, but, you know, no offense, England, but your hospital care is is not up to the standards of America or Israel because you're not on the cutting edge anymore because of your socialist health care. And he's not saying this to, you know, be, you know, a troublemaker or to make a political point. He's just telling the truth. And he says, there's no reason to kill my daughter. He said, quote, there's lots of places around the world where I can take care of my daughter and we'd be happy to take care of her for long term. He said, just let me and my daughter go. The judge said uh, the doctors don't think she has any quality of life. Well, who are you to say that the doctors say the doctors say she has no quality of life. 
So she said, it's not the parent, it's the patient. And she has to look out for the patient. And so she wants to stop all life support. Here's where it gets interested. Interesting. Not only is a hospital in here in America willing to take her, but also in Israel. And here's why this is important. He has an Israeli passport. He's an Israeli and American citizen. He is Hasidic. So he has deeply held orthodox views. And he says value of life is built into our up, uh, religious upbringing. Orthodox Judaism encourages the continuation of life until all means have expired and are exhausted. So don't tell me about your meaning of life. This is my religious point of view. The judge is still not moving. Now, there's been a couple of Democrats that have taken this on and have written letters. There's a line of Republicans that have already taken this on. They're waiting for the White House. They can't get the White House to react to this. And I honestly don't know if Joe Biden is even aware enough. And I honestly don't think that the people in the White House believe in religion. I don't know if they believe in the quality of life argument that all life is inherently valuable. We have to do whatever we can do. I, I, I don't know what they believe. I wish I did. I wish I knew who was actually running the White House. But this is something that you can call your senator on, call the White House on. This is an American citizen. American citizen. And they desperately desperately need your help. And this is something that goes to Republicans and Democrats. Chuck Schumer is actually involved. He's trying to get the family reunited here. This is something, you know, there's, there's only a few things left that can unite us. And I think we're seeing that with CRT. Our children. Our children can bring us back together. Because we're all the same. You know, I hear about these. You know, I hear about. The struggle between the Palestinians and Israelis. Well, I've been there several times and I've talked to Palestinians several times. On their grounds. And when you meet somebody who is not just screaming for blood which is a lot of people are not screaming for blood. They say the same thing. It's the politics of the region. It's the politics. I just want a job. I just want to feed my family. I just want to get on with my life. That, that is the same thing I hear from Israelis. They don't mind. Oh, Palestinians are living here. They, they don't. I mean, they have they they let Palestinians live. They take care of Palestinians. They have full citizenship. What is the problem? Usually it's politics. 
We all have the same thing in common, our children. And if we lose any more of the value of life, if we begin to lose it on the edges, here's a child that is already born. This is... This is not some other country. This is you take your child and you're over in Europe and you take your child over there and they put them in a hospital. You check them in because they need a hospital. And then that hospital says, yeah, we're not going to let you take them because they have no quality of life. Excuse me. What does your passport even mean? What does your passport even mean? More importantly, what does this is my child even mean? It means nothing. If they can get away with saying, I'm sorry, we treat the patient, not the parent. And the parent says, wait a minute. How how many steps is it to you going into a hospital and you being told you have no quality of life? And you are saying, well, no, I do. This is where it started in Germany. This is exactly how it started. This is remember the Holocaust. This is never again. Not once they're already there. But at the beginning where you can grab the roots and pull it out. This is the beginning of that. Alta. Alta is this daughter's name. Alta Fixler. F-I-X-S-L-E-R. Alta Fixler. Call your church. Call your prayer group. Call your senators. Call the White House. Alta Fixler, bring her home. Sponsor of this half hour is Raycon. If you had a pair of earbuds that didn't run out of uh, power halfway through your morning jog or didn't also fall out because it's like you've got a pair of miniature white golf clubs hanging from your ears, they look ridiculous. How about if they were comfortable? Wouldn't that be great? Now, how about if you could get them made not by slaves um, and you could get them at half the price? Wouldn't it be great? Raycon. When you get a pair of Raycons, you're getting crisp, powerful sound, half the price of premium audio brands. Raycons look great. They feel even better. They come into a range of cool colors, customizable gel tops included for a comfortable fit. So they go and they stay in your ear. They also, you can fly coast to coast without having to recharge. Raycon, offering 15% off of all of their products. And here's what you have to do to get it. You just go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's B-U-Y raycon.com slash Beck. You'll save 15% if you do it right now. It's buyraycon.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. With coronaviruses, uh, coronavirus cases rising among the unvaccinated. Now, now, I want you to listen to the story. This is from Microsoft. 
uh, the coronavirus cases rising among the unvaccinated and efforts to get them shots lagging. There's a growing belief in some public health circles that more aggressive tactics are needed to get more of the population inoculated. First of all, in England, I don't know what the stat is here in America, but in England, the vaccination to non-vaccinated um, current COVID rate is 45%, 55%. So those who have had vaccinations <clears throat> are the ones that are going into hospitals with COVID at a rate of about 45%. That's pretty remarkable. That's the English numbers. That's pretty remarkable. That's very inconsistent with the data I've seen, uh, but uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, I've, I've not heard that. You have to. We'll have to what walk. are they? What are they here? Do you know? Uh, I mean, for example, Maryland in June had I don't know three three I can't remember three hundred people die something like that. I'm, I can't remember the exact time period. Uh, all of them, one hundred percent, were unvaccinated. Were unvaccinated. And what is the, <clears throat> the the rate around? Like for example, in hospitalizations, this this data is about two weeks old, but it was uh, at that time two weeks ago in the United States, ninety nine point nine percent of people who are in the hospital for coronavirus. Okay, so this is new cases. So I wonder what the new cases are. So cases is different. And you're seeing this uh, in the UK, totally different than every other outbreak where people are, hospitalizations are ticking up a little bit and deaths are ticking up a little bit, but nowhere near close to what's happening with cases. Which is a great, you know, if that's that's true, it's a good, it's it's a good news item. Um, because you, this is, this is what we hoped for back in the day, right? That, you know, older people, and that's what we have here are all, almost all vaccinated, about 90% Mm -hmm. of them. So we protect old people and let young people go out and do their thing. And some of them will get sick, but they're taking their own risk. And, and that seems to be a rational way for a society to handle this thing. Well, in California, uh, they've tried prizes and game shows and everything else to get people. Uh, now they're saying that they have to take a more draconian uh, uh, effort to get people vaccinated. That that's not going to help no, you. Not going to help. It's not going to help you. Not going to help you. If you think a, it's a good thing to get people vaccinated, the la- the last thing you should be doing is haranguing them into doing it. Correct. Stand by your product. If it works, it works. Right. Uh, you know. If that's it, you Nobody, don't need to harass the people reason, to do these things. The reason why people don't get the coronavirus uh, vaccination is because. You are the same people that said you wouldn't take it if right. if Donald Trump were in office. Right. Okay, this is his. This was his project, not yeah. yours. This was his project. So you played politics with it, mm-hmm. and then you played politics with all of the other things around it. The shutdowns of the states. The Those masks. were all the masks. They were all political. Mm-hmm. So now, if you think you're going to get people to volunteer who have said no to it. To volunteer to do it because you're harassing them, that will only make your problem worse because they don't trust you and your politics. Stop with the politics and stop thinking that you are the only ones. When you are monitoring people uh, online and you are feeding them garbage. Because it's your point of view and you are stifling those who disagree and pushing the stuff that we know now know is coordinated with the government. We don't trust that. 
We don't trust that. We don't trust the mainstream media. And that's not just me. That's across the board. We don't trust the mainstream media. And we have a growing distrust of the government. And when I say growing, I mean growing rapidly. So how are you going to get people to do it? Take the media, combine them with the government, put them in cahoots with social media, control and force and penalize. Yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. And it's a it's a bad idea. Honestly, even if it did work, it would be a bad idea. This is the United States of America. You have to be able to let people make their own choices when it comes to their health. Well, they're like saying they can't because, you know, it's costing everybody and it's costing lives and you're killing people. Well, I, I don't know if you know this. Diabetics make up 40 percent of the covid deaths in the U.S. So why don't we start penalizing people who are having too much sugar or whose weight is out of control? You can play this game forever. 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 And, and you yeah. say this is a slippery slope, but yes, that's why the little girl in England is not being allowed to leave the hospital. Mm. Because these conversations were dismissed. You cannot start down this road. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program.